0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this Virgo New Moon meeting here in our New York office. Uh, The theme that we have today is called Earth Healing, Restoring the Divine Circulatory Flow. So we're going to begin with a brief talk, and followed by a group meditation, and then followed by group discussion, and then we'll close with another brief link up. So our theme at this Virgo full moon is, as I said, earth healing. This is really an all-encompassing theme to work with. For this theme underlies, and broadly speaking could be said, to be the preeminent function of those who work and stand within what's called the heart center of the group of world servers. Virgo, the sign conditioning our work tonight, has a strong and deep relationship with the theme of healing and therefore with this theme of reestablishing the divine circulatory flow through its contact with the, with the soul of humanity. For it is the soul that provides the substance and that which will strengthen the hands of all those who are working to bring about an adjustment in the global power structures so as to align them more closely with Aquarian values. For to heal is to bring into a state of greater resonance between all the disparate parts within any system. Healing creates balance and flow, but on the other hand, as we know, it can bring to the surface that which no longer serves the purposes of the whole. It brings to to the surface these diseased conditions, and that's a necessary part of a healing process. So when we look around the world at what's occurring today with all of the uh, diseased aspects of our societal norms coming to the surface, we could actually look at this as a positive thing for the being brought into the light of day, so to speak, there they can be dealt with. As we know, the New Age techniques of healing are principally involved with groups, healing groups. And so we, when we extend this concept of group healing to involve the planet as a whole, we know that we stand um, really on the verge of a powerful technique that can be undertaken by humanity, by these groups who are dedicating themselves to the spiritual upliftment of the planet. Through this intermediating group, healing energies are directed throughout the whole planetary organism, through the medium of the five planetary inlets. Thus, particularly during the interlude periods of the new and full moons, there's a greater flow of energies pouring in and also being released, restoring the health of the planet as a result, the new moon presents the opportunity to ground spiritual energies in form, and this is very much aligned with the energies of Virgo itself for as we know virgo is is a sign that's very much related to the form aspect, but it's also very much related to the soul within the form and one of its keynote is the blended dual light so although the light of matter is stronger at this time in our world we know that the it is actually the soul that is waxing in strength and matter is waning so that's that's a positive virgo is often related to purification as that's the major aspect of healing to preparing the soil so to speak preparing the ground for the flowering of consciousness that is approaching in the cycle ahead. As the waters of purification are released, they foster the conditions wherein the seeds can sprout and the lotuses can flower. Virgo also has a strong relationship with the daily life, with the simple lessons and the service work that can be rendered as the requisite attitudes are established and the gods that exist within the so-called small things are recognized. This ability to focus on the small things, the daily flow of spirit, is also being lost at this time, for many are lost in the overwhelming details that control our lives. Such groups as ours and others, again working within the heart center of the group of world servers, are generally small and mostly subjective in nature. But for a number of reasons, those of us who work at headquarters and have somewhat of a pulse on the flow of full and new moon groups throughout the world have noticed a sharp decline in the actual number of groups Um, throughout the world, especially when you compare the number of groups working today with those groups, many groups that worked in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Um, Today there's an increasing dependency on electronic group work, on webinars and meetings such as this that are broadcast through the internet. These meetings are fine and serve a real need. But such groups that revolve around teaching can create dependencies on outer authority, which perhaps diminishes the authority and ability to tune into one's own inner authority, that of the soul. An authority which is fostered much more often by small physical plane meetings where it's more of a group sharing, a group process. And so it's um, perhaps a detriment to what needs to really be done as we move into the Aquarian age, which we'll see an increase in small groups throughout the world. In earlier days, the effort was made to considerable effect to ground spiritual energy in form because i think that's one of the real needs um, provided by actual meeting together on the physical plane is providing a nucleus a grounding energy uh, for spiritual energy there's another aspect of group work that these small efforts provide they form the seeds for a new type of work that's coming in and will increasingly come in as the Aquarian influence pours in. The groups that we'll be forming are of an entirely different nature than the groups that we have today. They can be more accurately understood as organisms, living seeds, rather than organizations. If we imagine then, I wonder what we see as we project our eye into the future. To me, these new groups will be quite cooperative under the general impress of the Aquarian ideals of liberty, equality, and fraternity. They will bring together people who want to serve through different types of working with energy, whatever that will mean. In other words, they will not be related so much to teaching or learning, but rather to the sharing and distribution of spiritual energy. There was an old article in The Beacon that was republished a while ago, um, which presented someone's vision of what the full moon meetings would be like in the future. And I remember briefly all he said was that he thought it would be a group that would be gathered, someone would come in to lead the meditation, and they would sit down and meditate and leave in silence. There would be no words other than the leading of the meditation itself. I would definitely see their work as not so much concerned with words, therefore, but surely some groups would use words to bring about certain aspects of their work, for words are essential to the Masonic work, but they're not the primary aspect of that work. I think there would be different ways of group work working along different ray lines. Hi. you want to sit down? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to conclude with a a few words by the Tibetan, um, just a phrase actually, which I thought was a very uh, illustrative um, vision of what these groups will do. He said that they will cover the earth because these groups will be found all over the world. And he said, they'll cover the earth with verdure, which is described as lush green vegetation, or the color of spring green, a, a beautiful admixture of green and yellow, sparking new life, therefore, and the joy of creative endeavor as their contribution to the greater hell. There are no real roadmaps to follow in this work, but surely... They will be unfolded by the intuitive working under soul guidance. So those are just a few thoughts to seed our work. But before we get into our discussion, let's just work together in our meditation. I'm sorry, I forgot to do the, the mantra link up. So our meditation is called Strengthening the Hands of the Group of World Servers. So I'll call out the different stages and we'll work together. Let's think up with each other with a moment of silence and then we'll sound the mantra of group fusion. And we sound the mantras rhythmically and somewhat slowly. Fusion. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them May the strength which is in me lift and aid them May the thoughts which my soul creates, reach, and encourage them. Alignment We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the group of world servers. We mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center, And then to the Christ, the heart of love within hierarchy. And then we extend that alignment towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. higher interlude. Hold the mind focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression, and meditating the plan into existence. Meditation on the Seed Thought Through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the New Age. This is the major task of the group of world servers. Precipitation, visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the hierarchy, through the world teacher, through the group of world servers, and on through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and finally through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through the members of the group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems. Distribution. Sounding the adapted grid invocation. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. where evil dwells let light and love and power restore the plan on earth Thank you. Would, you. would you be able to go? Would you be able to go on my desk and get that comment from Yeah. So now it's um, time for any of you who'd like to share any thoughts that you might have on the theme of Earth healing, restoring the divine circulatory flow. This idea of restoring the flow is taken from the Age of Wisdom teachings, wherein it says that through humanity's wrong action over long periods of time, we we are the kingdom that has been responsible for creating a break within the chain of hierarchy. What's called the flow, the flow of energy from the spiritual kingdoms to the human kingdoms, and then. We are supposed to distribute those energies to the animals and the plants and the mineral kingdoms. But because of our our selfishness, really, um, that flow has been uh, broken. But now the hopeful uh, thought is that now, because so many people are connecting with their own soul, connecting with their higher selves, they are, as we are as a group, starting to reestablish that flow. And so that's the overall theme, and if you have anything to say about that. But then there's some specific questions. Um, What does this phrase, earth healing, mean to you? And what techniques have you found effective in your own lives in realizing this goal? Or what what techniques can you even imagine, even if you haven't worked with them personally? What can you imagine um, that humanity could work with uh, to help contribute towards earth healing? And the other question is, what do you understand to be the value of small groups, sometimes called units of service, joining together on the physical plane as agents of change and healing? So those are the broad questions, but anything related to this theme is that you'd like to share, as, um, we'd like to hear.
1: Initially, when I read the theme Earth Healing, I was thinking more about development and the United Nations and the sustainable development goals. But um, after pondering on it for a little bit and, and listening to the short talk you gave, um, really thinking of it more than just the physical Earth and more than just humanity in the lower kingdoms. But actually, there is a, a hierarchy of kingdoms, Shambhala hierarchy and then humanity being the middle kingdom and um i know the tibetan says that it's up to humanity to condition the plan whereas it's i think he says a hierarchy to formulate it mm-hmm. and in terms of the divine to restoring the divine circulatory flow i feel like there's this there's this need to really take to to first of all to, to not distinguish but to kind of contact or to discern what the plan is but then especially to really create it, to work it out, to actually take the steps to give it form and to give it, you know, mental, emotional, and physical playing qualities and life and structures. Um, and it's so vague, but it's because it doesn't have a form, you know, that mm-hmm. itself doesn't have a form, really. So I think it's up to us to to do that, and, and we are doing it, and there's more opportunities.
2: Thank you. Because I don't want to forget <laughs> what I'm going to say. It's <laughs> that important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um, I want. I something kept crossing ca- ca- my mind during this session, and I wanted to say that I'm would not want to. Uh, I'm not saying it in by way to of changing the topic, but. Uh, I kept thinking that well, actually um the divine circulatory flow uh, must not have ceased, otherwise, where would we be but um for me it 's more that let 's rejoin the divine <laughs> circulatory flow um in kathy 's talk uh so uh, p- the point was made, and it is is true we are a key component of of that flow and um, the, the interruption means that we're not participating and I would like to offer one of the thoughts is that <clears throat> I think it's important to recognize the reality in which we live which sometimes I think with the pressure of, mo- of you know day-to-day life uh, it's so good um, we don't often think about it to take a moment and it's very hard I think especially when you're meditating, to bring back or to seize everything and bring back and remember that reality that which you know you constantly every day have to try to um, enhance it's to be more and more aware of, I don't know, uh, the mystery that you are. Like we sit here in this small group and we're having this discussion. And to me is that we should realize that it is a step in restoring the divine circulatory flow that you know, every time we make an act of remembrance. And there's it's so small, I, I think, the things that are important to be so small. I know it sound, may sound cliche, but it, those things, when they happen, they do kind of you know,
3: wake us up. On the, on, the, on the same theme, I just want to read something that the Tibetan said. The Tibetan said. He said, the keynote to good health esoterically speaking Is sharing or distribution, just as it is the keynote to the general well-being of humanity. The economic ills of mankind closely correspond to the disease in the individual. There is a lack of a free flow of the necessities of life to the points of distribution The points of distribution are idle, the direction of the distribution is faulty, and only through a sane and worldwide grasp of the new age principle of sharing will human ills be cured. Only by the right distribution of energy will the ills of the physical body of individual man and woman will also be cured. So the clamor from the leading economists in the world highlighting the disparity in the world is definitely hierarchically inspired and even though a lot of work is being done I think students, aspirants, and disciples must grow into taking a radical point of view in terms of the thought forms that we create when we are faced with any of the disparities in our communities, in our groups, in the news, when we listen to the television. We have a part to play by projecting this sense of sharing and distribution in doing so we actually reorient and restore the divine circulatory flow
4: on the uh question of what's what was it what is the efficacy of small groups something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i think um Like you were saying with the teacher thing, there's a danger of, you know, reliance on the leader and that sort of thing. But there's also a possibility for coming to understand experientially things more. That if you, you know, some big Mm -hmm. mega church, there's like a million people there and it's like you listen to the sermon and, you know, whatever. But if you have a group of like, you know, 10 people or less or maybe a little bit more, you're assuming it's all the same people, not just random people every week. But, Mm -hmm. you know. I have a relationship with this guy, I have a relationship with you. There's a back and forth and there's kind of a group dynamic. A group dynamic and a and a building there and you can really learn something. It's not just like here's this sermon, oh let me think about that. It's like you can learn on a small level and then expand your, your ring past knot or consciousness to to work on a larger level once it's developed in that. But if you start up here where you're not Grasping—it's like you're floundering around. Whereas mm-hmm. down here, it's—you can get a stable footing to greater work.
0: Mm-hmm. I like—I like the idea that I quoted from the Tibetan that they will cover the earth with verdure. You know, it's a sort of strange word, but the visual that it brings up—you know—of just like this sprouting forth of of new life, you know, all over the world through the medium of these small groups.
4: Did you ever see Excalibur, the no. movie from the 80s? There's this, did you see it? Oh, anybody? <laughs> Any, some people listening may have seen it, but there's this part at the end where King Arthur, um, Percival finds the grail and returns it to him to drink, and then he's like, I don't know how empty my soul was, and he you know, gets his people together, and they go to ride to confront Mordred. But as they're riding the the land starts to come back to life and and mm. the the green sprouts and and the flowers and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, humanity coming back to its true stewardship or kingship or whatever and then the lower kingdoms prosper.
0: Yeah. Cuz we're actually as we establish these groups and through the groups establish an ability to contact Higher sources of energy than we can contact alone, uh, then we really do become vehicles. I, I was I had written it in my talk, but I was I wasn't able to say everything. I think that these new groups can serve to be like stimulating points of the planetary um, acupuncture points. You know, the, p- the planet has acupuncture points or has centers of energy, and as these groups form all over the world and work together collectively we can stimulate these points at the, especially at the new and full moon times and therefore c- increase the whole circulation of the whole flow of energy throughout the planet and bring in the light you know cause this new growth to flower
5: uh-huh. originally it uh, was difficult for me to put together these two questions but yet yeah, thank you for connecting it I think that's that interruption of circulatory flow um, came as a result of individualization that at some point each individual has to come to uh, center of itself and become Mm -hmm. self-absorbed and that's just evolutionary slash evolutionary path of development and uh, coming through that experience you realize who you are and then you uh, coming through the crisis you come to the realization of your soul and there where you restore that connectivity you understand that through your Mm -hmm. own experience that you are part of bigger whole and that uh, the uh, way for your individual healing is through uh, restoring the connectivity with the w- with others and with the world and so the same as for humanity is mm-hmm. really it's uh, awakening of the soul uh, of humanity is that process of uh, restoring um, and healing and as for the groups I I think that sprouting greenery of Groups, it would be a natural process of when more and more people come to mm-hmm. soul awareness, mm-hmm. and will start looking for others like that. Not even looking, but it would be a natural process of that magnetic spark yeah. that appear between people who recognize the note of the soul that vibra- vibrates through people mm-hmm. like you. Mm-hmm. and that's when the groups can uh, come together it's not necessarily groups that around any spiritual cause it's about around any cause any like environmental cause mm-hmm. like, uh innovations anything anything that can magnetize people around uh, any idea that can magnetize souls of people mm-hmm. bringing them together yeah. and that would constitute that Member yeah. of the uh, World Service Group.
6: Yeah. Oh, okay, I just wanted to share this one little story that I thought was uh, very uplifting about the healing of the Earth, and it, it it fits in with this theme because it's a very it's a very Virgo type of activity that that. Uh, uh, people are participating in, and it's it's just a, a sort of a, a grassroots movement that's just kind of been spreading uh, in different places. And it's um, joggers are starting, there are groups of joggers who are starting to, on their daily jog, part of the thing that they do is to pick up trash. So they bring mm-hmm. a bag with them, and they just pick up trash along their... Jogging route, and in and in, I think it's Norway or Sweden. They actually have a word for it, and I forget what it's a verb. It's something like splog or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I just, I just liked this idea that this, um, um, you know, Sasha, like to what you were saying, that it's this is something that's happening. Uh, it's not aligning with any sort of ideology, except there's trash in my environment. And I'm going to take responsibility for it, even though I, I didn't put it there, right? I just thought that was a, a great a great thing. And then there's also this uh, guy who makes boats out of discarded plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. He makes they're sort of like catamarans or something something like that. And uh, I also thought that that was great because we have that that huge um, island of plastic. Bottles in the middle of the yeah. Indian Ocean that we have to find a solution for, and um, this—it was a very. It, these boats that he makes are very uh, attractive. It's very aesthetically apl- mm-hmm. pleasing. So it just seems like a. I don't know. There are there are people who are taking initiative out there. I just found that kind of heartening. Oh. Um, I was just thinking how the power of thought is so important, and when more people wake up to um, that, that, what you think does have so much power, and you are able to direct your energy through what you're thinking and how it has a consciousness and an intelligence. Um, as it leaves your mind and goes out into the world, uh, it could be a great way to uh, create more flow, and people can direct their energy. Towards um, areas of value.
0: Um, so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just just one thing that Suzanne said uh, reminded me, uh, just to share another story about collecting things. There was a woman um, twenty thirty years ago who volunteered for the trust. She worked full time as a teacher, and she would get up really early in the morning and go out and collect bottles and. Lots of bottles, and she retrieved all of the, the donations and gave them to the Lucas Trust as a service. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That it was
2: way before it was fashionable. Yes, way uh, before it was
0: fashionable, and she, yeah, and she so much money she gave us. Yeah, yeah that was really nice.
1: Uh, um, this is somewhat related to what you what you just mentioned, and that's that uh we sometimes forget, but environment. And not just like the, the earth, but actually like the mental environment and the emotional environment that we're in is so very, very, very powerful. Um, we don't always recognize it, I think, but thought forms of the people around us are actually, you know, very real objects and part of our environments. And as we go about our creative lives creating thought forms, it's important to remember that if we're not aware of the effect that that environment has on us, the thoughts of the people around us, um, then it can really hinder our ability to to grow. Um, you know, even like the most uh, strongest, most like stubborn plant, you know, it may be something that it could grow in like any any type of, condition maybe even like rocky rocky ground hardly any soil hardly any water but it's always going to grow even better when it's in very fertile soil so even we can be as tenacious and as perseverance as as possible i think it's we do have a responsibility to make sure our environment and that's the whole earth too is really f- is, is is fertile for spiritual development and is you know a a fertile ground for the birth of that Christ life that you see in Virgo another um, kind of a more macro example of that is the United Nations and the SDGs mm-hmm. I think a lot of what they're doing with development in the world is making it so that people who don't have opportunities are able to you know, be creative and to you know in their own way go into a you know, to develop, to develop spiritually, really, to, to develop their humanity.
3: The prevalence, the prevalence of groups in the world today has a very profound uh, implications. Uh, there's a passage in the Treatise on Cosmic Fire. And the Treatise on Cosmic Fire was written published, <coughs> it would be difficult to understand that prophecy at that time. And when the treatise on Cosby Farm was published, there were the idea of groups were not as common as today. There were no NGOs. Oxfam and the rest. Uh, Doctors Without Frontiers. All these things were not present. But now they are present. The idea of the group is catching fire everywhere. There is no illness in the world today that has not generated some form of a group that have dedicated themselves to the eradication of that illness. The statement in the in treatise on Cosmic Fire related to the group says that the Tibetan said, when the Christ energy reaches the astral plane, it will manifest on the physical plane as many groups form all over the world. Therefore, the presence of the groups in the world is telling us something very, very clear. It's simply amazing. Which means that the groups are the evidence that the Christ is actually approaching and the energy has reached the astral plane.
4: Um. so one of the you, it's a question about your experience with this sort of healing stuff
0: Um. what does the phrase earth um, healing mean to you and what techniques can we use to realize this goal, this potential goal
4: so uh, I guess this might not be totally direct to that but some stuff that I've I don't know if gone through is the word, but, you know, experience I've had that I've worked with usually one other person. We've done these kind of, I don't know, I guess you call it rituals, but it's seemingly not like that. It's like ritual in a broader sense. Mm -hmm. So it's usually like one or both of us will have an impression, oh, we should go to this place. And we should take this street or, you know, this and that. And in going there, there'll be a kind of meaning to it. And then that'll be sort of a symbol set up for later. And then another time it'll be here. And this kind of web or map of meaning is created and then is built upon on those things. But it's all from within out. But, you know, sometimes people think, like, oh, what does it matter if I take this street or if if I take the water bottle in the morning or not? Um, But beyond the concrete of, oh, I'm going to need that water bottle at 3 o'clock because I'm going to be thirsty or whatever, There's kind of the symbolic value of, you know, I don't know if the Tibetan says this or I got it from someplace else, but the soul speaks in symbols. Um, So in bringing those symbols down in a real sense, you know, from the soul, not just I think of a symbol and I'm trying to apply it here, uh, you're you're bringing in a sense, even if it's only for you or another person, the symbols or the level of symbolism to the physical plane. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I've had some experience with that stuff.
0: I can just speak with uh, some of the impressions I've had, which were sort of what I, I did mention them, but I do think that the new groups will work in very different ways. I mean, since, as Emmanuel said, group work is real is quite new, we're just at the baby stage of realizing its potential. And so now we use the medium of words principally because that's what our world seems to to work on. But as we move more into the Aquarian age, particularly in, Seven hundred years down the road, when the second, what's called decanate, or second section of Aquarius comes into play, under the influence of Mercury, there's going to be a much more of a tendency towards telepathic work. And so, I think we who work as like sort of forerunners to that, we don't have to necessarily wait seven hundred years. Um, we have to just try and work in new ways um, in the next in the coming decades. You know, we're in. It's not so much about words, but it's more about um, pondering symbols, following the symbols, using music, as you said, using ritual, experimenting, because we don't necessarily know, sound. All these things are already starting for sure to come into manifestation, but I think since Aquarius will be primarily a scientific age, we're going to have developed etheric vision, so we'll be able to see more clearly if what we're doing is producing the right effect. So we'll be more safeguarded by um, the conditions that will be established. And so I think those are the type of techniques. And that it will definitely be groups working with other groups to affect a kind of collective healing. Like the Tibetan talks about groups, small groups everywhere coming together and deciding together as a collective what type of healing Work will be needed to meet the particular need in the planet uh, because all the groups have different techniques. And so, as they f- f- pool their resources, that he says they're going to know in any particular circumstance what will be the best use of their energy, what technique. And so, to me, that's not about sitting around talking and analyzing the situation, but it's using techniques, you know. I think that's really interesting. Color. We just know so much more about these things. But I wanted to read, before we end, and if anyone who hasn't shared, in particular, you two gentlemen, um, if you would have anything you would like to say, you're welcome to. But I just wanted to read, because we do ask people who are listening out in the field to send in comments. And so this man sent in a quote uh, comment that says, Earth healing means we must recognize our responsibility to the lower kingdoms and the higher. Through our selfishness, we have brought suffering to ourselves and to the lower kingdoms in the form of disease, suffering, and destruction. It is our responsibility to receive divine impressions from higher spiritual sources and use the ideas received in meditation to bring about right human relations towards each other and to be the guardian and caretaker of the mineral plant and animal kingdoms. As a group, we can become sensitive to the thoughts and ideas which will condition the new age. Restoring the divine circulatory flow will require the dissipation of glamour in our individual lives as a contribution to the ending of glamour in our group and in humanity as a whole. It will require the ending of selfishness and separatism as a service to both the lower and higher kingdoms. Thank you so much for sharing those words. It's a beautiful synopsis of potential. So either of you have anything you'd want to share?
4: No? Okay.
0: Does anyone else have a burning desire to share before we close?
4: I'm just curious, how many, what do you say, decanas? are there supposed to be in the the next stage?
0: There's three decanates they're called in every age, in every sign. It's just like three divisions. So when you extend it to the idea of an age, like the Aquarian Age, it's approximately 700 years in each one of those decadents. So in 700 years hence, we should have um, a more telepathic world. So we're just going to close with a moment of silence to do what we can to bring through this theme and concretize it here in our group and Let's sound the ohm three times. Thank you so much. And the next um, meeting is our full moon of Libra, which will be here as well on, um, where is it? Oh yeah, September 24th. Does anyone know what day of the week? That is? is that oh. on Monday? September 24th at 6.30. So we welcome you all if you can participate.